of the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? This way. That's it right there. Pull it up. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Police had to push back the protesters so firefighters could get to the flames. fires had appeared all day, this upped the temperature, which of course was the point. One demonstrator threw a flashbang grenade back at police. It exploded in an officer's face. Plenty of tear gas, six officers reportedly injured. They will destroy your limo. You need to leave now. AK-47, put the cops in piggy
What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Rebel Alliance podcast. That's a little bit of a new intro. And before we get into where that intro came from and all of that that went into that little um, beginning part, welcome back. I know I've been MIA. Things in my life have been crazy. And we're going to get back to a regular schedule here. But since the last time we've had a conversation, things in this country have gotten crazy. PMAs have been uh, really uh, taken off across the United States, plus they've been being challenged. So there's a lot we have to talk about, and I'm going to try to keep this video a little bit short today, uh, and then uh, we'll start diving into some of these things that are out there. But I promise you this, we will be talking uh, about PMAs. We'll be looking at the uh, Freedom of Association, some information from the Constitutional Law Desk of Individual Rights, and some stuff out of the um, American uh, Jurisprudence um, uh, Association on clubs, uh, on association and clubs. And uh, hopefully I don't get too tongue-tied today because it's been a while since we've done a video and uh, just got done doing a podcast with um, Peter King. So keep an eye out for that. I'll let you know when that drops. But um, I just wanted to get back into this because we as a nation are damn right upside down. It is it is bad. You know, um, this whole left and right and Biden's speech a, a few weeks ago now. And, you know, that that excerpt was the left, but the complete leftist. And I, I don't agree with left or right. And none of it's constitutional. None of it's in the Constitution. Uh, feel free to prove me wrong. If you can find it in there, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation. And, uh, you know, as uh, a few others say, if the left was doing what was right, there wouldn't be a left. And, you know, the problem is we've come away from our biblical worldviews as people in this country and that the uh, Bible is which the rock, the Republic was founded on. So, um, that just goes to show you that they're gonna they're gaslighting us. We're less than seventy days to the midterm election, and I don't talk a lot of politics on here. Um, you know, I try to consider this as a teaching podcast or teaching broadcast. Uh, you know, there's enough if you want to go on Infowars, the War Room, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Prather's. Uh, there's there's a bunch out there if you want more of a uh, political type view on things. But um, I look at this as a, a teaching podcast. So. Uh, you know, I just want everybody to be aware that's listening to this. And I don't have a huge audience. You know, I'm, I'm a very small operation, as it were. But there are a lot of things going on, and you need to to wake up to it and really understand what is going on. Um, and I need to get comfortable in this chair here. But, you know, basically, you know... Um, if you watch the news, use it for some intel. Don't believe everything you see. And, you know, for me personally, I started watching a different um, channel because uh, to me, I think the most uh, prominent thing that's going to be happening is um, more lockdowns are going to be coming and there's going to be, you know, everybody keeps talking about food shortages. And so I wanted to get away from the mainstream TV and, you know, uh, your, your Fox news, your CNN, your MSNBC, your, um, uh, uh, what's the other one there? Newsmax. And I've been watching a little more OAN. Uh, you know, I pay for it. I think some of the reporting is a little bit better, but what I've been watching lately, and then I promise we'll get into the whole, uh, PMA stuff. Uh, but the, the, uh, F F D FDR TV, I think it's called. It's basically a channel for farmers and cowboys. And they talk about a lot of the commodities, grain, soybean, cows, pigs, 
chickens, everything that's being traded. And you even see it on, on these channels, these farmers coming out and saying the drought's been really bad. We've had to, um, you know, harvest our corn two to four weeks earlier. Um, things have been, um, uh, you know, uh, with the drought, they haven't been s- selling off of their, uh, their cattle and that sort of thing. So, um, it's just one of those things that are, are glooming over us. And, you know, after that, that, that speech that Biden came out with, was basically declaring war, uh, against us. All right. Sorry. I had a quick, quick break right there. My wife was calling me the, the bus is here in this town are ridiculous. My daughter was on the bus for two hours. So needless to say a little upset about that, but let's get back into this. I apologize for that, but um, family does come first. So uh, basically, like I was saying, so anyways, this, this, they're talking about all the different um, issues with food shortages is coming up. And this isn't from like some conspiracy theorists or some right wing news media. These are just Joe Blow farmers that, you know, they work at their farms, they sell their cattle, they they work hard for a living, they work hard to put food on our tables. And because of the drought and everything else that's been happening, they've had to sell off cattle. So my biggest thing is, is people need to wake up and, um, you know, things have gotten progressively worse over the last, let's say five to six months. And, you know, we're going into this midterm election. You just listened to the left side uh, calling for acts of violence against the right. And now you have the, you know, over the last year, and now you have this um, uh, joker in the people's white house that, you know, is there telling you that, you know, the, the, the right conservative are the ones that are going to cause issues. And, you know, uh, I'm not one to predict things, but just start taking care of your family. Start being prepared. If you haven't gone out in, you know, uh, put some extra food and bought some extra food. Uh, when you go to the grocery store, you know, start doing that now start, you know, dehydrating. If you didn't have a garden this year, start, you know, there's still some local food staff, uh, farm stands open to get some stuff. Just start preparing, uh, whether it gets bad or it doesn't, um, I would just wouldn't feel right having this platform, you know, talking about PMAs and, and doing different things uh, that we do with them and not telling everybody that, you know, this is where I think things need to go. So make sure you start preparing and putting things together now. And whether that's buying some storable food, uh, freeze drying stuff, dehydrating stuff, throwing stuff in your freezer, just make sure you have uh, necessities for your family. Um, because I, I think things aren't going to be getting any better anytime soon. And this is why I think PMAs are so important because it allows us to have these private contractual agreements within our memberships, PMAs to PMAs, and allow us to be able to get things that we need. So if I, you know, uh, I've talked to people all over the U.S. and there's some counties where you can't even buy eggs unless you're regulated by the local government. And I think that's ridiculous. If you want to stop by my house and pick up a dozen eggs because I have them for sale, then you should be able to do that. Or if you want to trade me some bacon for eggs or whatever, these are the relationships we're going to start making. And that's why our PMA here in Connecticut, our unincorporated ministry is more community-based to build and, and grow these things within our community. So um, that's really what I wanted to say. That that clip came from uh, came from the war room off of InfoWars. I, I thought Owen uh, did a good job on that, putting that together or whoever in their production studio did to show that you know if you watch and you have these blinders on you just watch 
regular news and you know we forget things like i bet you can't even remember half the things that i said in the beginning of this podcast or this broadcast without going back and listening to it and we forget things as the year goes on and how things have happened and what one side has said to the other and you know me personally, we need to get back to a limited government, a leaner, less intrusive government. And, you know, I don't care if you're right or left, you know, again, none of those are constitutional. What we need to do is start, you know, uh, understanding um, why and how our republic was set up. And I'm so sick of people saying, oh, the democracy, the democracy, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. <laughs> we are a straight up republic and that is it. So anyways, let's jump into some of this stuff. So um, some of the references I'm going to be using today is the uh, American jurisprudence and the um, uh, constitutional law desk of individual rights, second edition. Now you can get all this stuff for free, mind you, for free right at your local law library. And most courthouses in your area have one. They're free to go into. They have a law library in there. You can ask them all kinds of questions like, hey, I need to find out some information on associations or where would I look for unincorporated associations? And and, uh, so if you don't want to use Google Scholar or if you don't have a fast case uh, subscription, you know, maybe you got the seven-day one and it's expired, you can go there and you can find all this stuff and they can pull this stuff up. And sometimes the law libraries will allow you to use their login for fast case or um, anything like that if you're looking up case law because everything we do here and what I try to, to show you or teach, I guess, is that this is all done within the, the the legal realm. It's not something I've made up. It's not something that some guru has been pushing on the internet for the last 75 years and that, you know, um, that's all mythology or some other nonsense that your all capital letters name isn't you and all this other uh, craziness that goes on out there because I want people to understand if you get a PMA set up and you are operating as a PMA, if you are challenged and most likely you will be at some point that you know how to defend your PMA and how to articulately explain it to the ones that are trying to cause you harm. You know, uh, so again, as always, two of the courses I say to check out is Dr. Graves, Jurisprudence or How to Win in Court Without a Lawyer, and then Chris Ann Hall. Both of them are uh, practicing attorneys and they have really good information. Chris Ann Hall has everything you'll ever need to know about the Constitution, the the uh, amendments or the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and where all those documents came from and how they were formed and even breaking down the 4th, 5th, 10th, and 1st Amendment for you. So, uh, you know, if you have an extra, I think probably maybe $400 total is the best money you're going to spend on the internet and it's going to educate you like you wouldn't get anywhere else. So that being said, there's a few things I just really want to touch on really quick and um, I'm going to throw this... uh, well, if you want this document on the information I pulled out of the, Constitution, uh, the Constitutional Law Desk Book, just um, you know, reach out to me. Uh, my contact information is always down below in the show notes, wherever you're watching this from, whether it's uh, still on YouTube, which after this intro and what I just said, we may not be um, trying to do a lot of covert stuff on YouTube and keeping under the radar because that's the second largest search engine. But who knows? We might have to really start doing more with Odyssey or something along those lines if we get booted off there. And then always there's the podcast. So uh, if you can get on that transmission and look at the show notes, there'll be links there. So uh, that being said, um, one of the sections where it talks about section 810, it says association or the right to in the legal right of a group of people acting together to advance a mutual interest or achieve a common objective. So that means your PMA can be education based. 
It can be community-based. It could be just, hey, I want to get together with a bunch of people and hang out that are all like-minded, and this is what we're going to do. You can do that. It could also be, um, uh, did I say health-based? Yeah, I can't remember. Health-based or uh, a mixture. So like with ours, we have, or East Coast PMA, it's set up to help educate people about PMAs, constitution, and law, so to speak, or to what I know as much as law, um, as far as how this all plays together. Now with the, with, um, with our other PMA that I have here in Connecticut are, it's actually an unincorporated ministry. It's more of a community building community outreach, so to speak. So we do a bunch of different things from homeschooling to, you know, preparedness. So, you know, if you're looking to start something in your area, maybe you've just been getting together with a a group of of people and you're like, you know what, you know, things might be getting bad. We want to have some protection. This is a good way to do it. And you don't need to make it more complicated than it is. You could just get your founding document set up by myself. Uh, Preferably, there's others out there that do it. But again, I don't know what you're getting for documents. And I really got to have better posture on this. My, I got cordage all over the place here. I got to figure out a better setup. Uh, but, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, the right of association, there is a ton of case law out there. You know, just, just go to Google Scholar if you want or your local law library and ask them for unincorporated associations and just see the amount of stuff that comes up. So um, the... Uh, so that's, yeah, that's that's the right of association, all right? So as we continue through this, it also talks about adjoining assembly. It talks about freedom of association in general. And then there talks about the significance of a lot of this. But the right of privacy, you know, is, is another one I, I want to talk about. Because uh, here under 7.5, section 7.5, equal protection and privacy, the right of privacy is protection drawn from several constitutional provisions, placing certain aspects of life beyond the reach of government intrusion, right? We don't want that government intrusion. The right of privacy was first acknowledged by the Supreme Court in Griswold versus Connecticut, 1965. The view that the Constitution afforded such protection had existed for some time, however, as early as 1928. And that's uh, Olmstead versus United States, 1928. I may not be pronouncing that right. And then you had uh, Justice Brandeis offered a classic dissent stating that the Fourth and Fifth Amendment conferred the right to be let alone. Justice Brandeis agreed with this as the most comprehensive right and the right most valued by civilized men, right? is just to be left alone. If I want to buy eggs or bread for my neighbor, I don't need the government telling me not to buy that because the damn USDA didn't come in and certify it. And I'm sorry for cursing. I'm just a little fired up today because I haven't done one of these in a while. And I've had a lot of different phone calls and conversations with people. And, you know, um, and, I, and a lot of it stems from people getting PMAs and not having an idea of what they are and then getting in, you know, um, challenged by the local government or what have you. But when you can, you know, recite this stuff and pull it out of actual law. And if you have to go to court, you say, no, look, you had, you know, Griswold versus Connecticut. You had the other one, um, whatever it was here, the uh, Olmstead of versus United States. And you had Justice Brandeis who said that the most comprehensive of rights and the right most valued by citizens is the right to be left alone. And that is in the Fourth and Fifth Amendment, you know, is where they're pulling that from. So 
that's important. And, and this is, I guess, the whole purpose of the today's video is, is not only being prepared, but being prepared to have a PMA. And a lot of people, I think, listen to others out there and they all talk about sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and everything can ever go wrong with PMAs. And that's not the case. If you're not doing things properly, these can fail. If you are taking money in through an LLC, but saying it's part of the PMA, it's not. You, you need to run things privately. And here's one thing that I haven't talked about on, on another video. I, I don't know if I have or not, but you need to have two very important things. And that is no public accommodation, right? So you have no public accommodation and you have exclusivity to your membership. And this comes out of a court case with the uh, Boy Scouts of America uh, with uh, a gay scout leader, I think it was, they didn't want in there. And basically they won on the right of association because you can choose who you have and who you don't have within your association. That's your right. You are getting together with a group of like-minded people or people for a common goal, whether that's a political goal or just a self-sufficient goal. And then it went to uh, the appellate court and appeal and everything like that. And they said, no, actually you cannot use the right of association as your defense because you don't have exclusivity where you basically let anybody into one of your stores and can buy anything or walk in any Boy Scout thing or anybody can show up and, and, and you don't have that right of exclusivity. And you offer, um, I'm sorry, take that back. Public accommodation is what I was just talking about. So your your public accommodation is is you allow people to walk into your office. You can walk into any Boy Scout of America and buy a t-shirt, a hat, uh, uh, a scarf, what have you, and you don't have to be a member. Like I could walk in and buy something for my neighbor because my neighbor needs it, and I'm not. I don't have any kids that are in the Boy Scouts of America, right? So you have that public accommodation. You're open to the public. Two, you don't have exclusivity, and that's what I want to talk about next is the exclusivity factor that you don't have any requirements for who's a scout leader. You don't have any requirements for the age or maturity of a boy to join Boy Scouts. So they lost on that right of association. So it's important that we understand these things. And that's why I said, you know, all everything I talk about here, you can find on your own. It's going to be in black and white. It's going to be an actual legal documents. It's not something that I made up at two o'clock in the morning while laying in bed and I couldn't sleep. So those are, are some of the things that you need to understand and, and where this stuff comes from. And that right of privacy is a huge thing. That that's, that's like it says, that's one of our most cherished things as, as civilized people is that right to be left alone. I don't need to have anybody coming in my house and tell me what I can do. Right. That's why we don't house soldiers anymore. Right. That sort of thing. So, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is if you go over to American Jurisprudence, which is a huge library of information, and it talks about everything from property to, I don't know, uh, changing tires on a car probably. There's a lot of information in there. And here, um, this is something that I, I took off of my uh, jurisprudence that I have on, on a computer program. And unfortunately, because it is from like 1996, not that it's changed that much, um, because you want to buy the whole library of books, the hardbound books, it's about twenty to $25,000. And then they had this program come out in the 90s, and you can still get copies of it, but you have to run it on a, a virtual machine on your computer unless somehow somebody still has a 32-bit Windows operating system kicking around on a computer somewhere. It's almost impossible to find. But the information's still the same. Um, 
you know, and this is why I say go to your law library. You can look this stuff up. You can photocopy it. You can type it out and what have you in a Word doc. So this is where I got this from. And this is um, uh, section one through four. This is section one. And this is all about um, associations and clubs. So the word association is a vague meaning used to indicate a collection of persons who have joined together for a certain objective. One, at common law, an unincorporated association is not an entity and has no status distinct from its persons composing it. Two, but is rather a body of individuals acting together to prosecute a common enterprise without a corporate charter, but upon methods and forms used by corporations. Three, by statutes in some jurisdictions, however, unincorporated associations have the status of legal entities and are empowered to contract. Four, to acquire, hold, and transfer property, and five, uh, or to sue or be sued. And then it goes into a bunch of other stuff that maybe we'll go on to another uh, another video. But this is where, um, as I've been doing more research, when, since we haven't had a video lately, I should tell you know, what's going on. I've been doing more research and, and finding that things vary I don't want to use greatly, but vary from state to state. So if you have, uh, like one state might say a um, an unincorporated association can hold property. Another one says, well, it's not the association, but it's the trustees who are signing for the property. And then some states, uh, I want to say it's Florida, looks at unincorporated associations as partnerships. So there's a, there's, this is why I say it's important to understand what you're getting into within your, in your, state and on here i try to do like the broader view so if you need to schedule an appointment with me to do a 45 minute uh phone consultation i'm only going to charge you 50 dollars for that and then the reason for that is that's changed too over the last few months is because my phone was being inundated i was getting calls around the clock uh, my my email was constantly being filled and i couldn't just keep up with everything so i figured to keep out the um tire kickers looky lose the um got nothing else better to do so i'm going to give Aaron a call and maybe talk pmas a little bit to see if it fits my you know my need but maybe i don't really want one to keep all those people out and only really focus on the actual people who are looking to have this done that's why i charge the the 50 or you can pay me that in silver or what have you preferably liberty dollar financial association it's a shameless plug right there for them because they are great and uh things are moving along with them so definitely check them out but um What's important is to understand that, you know, this is all being pulled from legalese and that, you know, it even says in here, uh, a, a common law and unincorporated association is not an entity and has no status distant from, uh, distinct from the persons composing it, but rather a body of individuals acting together to prosecute a common enterprise without corporate charters. So it's it's telling you that you're you're putting these together, these PMAs, because we're not going to be corporate. We're not going to be chartered. We're we're doing this as individuals. We're getting together for a common goal or a common good. So uh, these are things that I people I think people really need to understand. I'm going to go into this more. I might even make this document available. This this is a um uh, a pretty lengthy document. I think it's 120 pages. Um, so some light reading, but uh, these are things we have to 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 really understand and 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 know where to find the information. So again, um, I didn't want to take 
and make this that long. These are just some of the things I wanted to touch on today that I think people need to understand. Uh, again, if you want this information, reach out to me. My contact information is in the show notes along with the Telegram group. You can jump on there. I am slowly moving things over to noncompliant.org uh, as that is a private social media platform and uh, we have a group set up on there and we're starting to branch that out outside of Connecticut and we'd like to see a little more um, interaction on there and people trading with people and having commerce and that sort of thing amongst uh, locals within our community and even outside of our community uh, with uh, you know with all the different states uh, coming on there so if there's somebody in Texas that makes a great cheese I'd be more than happy to buy it if you want to ship it out to Connecticut so um, that being said uh, thank you for coming out. Really do uh, take heed to what I said earlier. Start really preparing and, you know, building your, your inner circle or your, your network of individuals to be able to either have a PMA and form one to have that protection or to do it kind of uh, under the radar, you know, using some cover and concealment and, and building your community that way there. If things do get bad or even if they don't, you know, uh, and things don't really change or maybe things get really good and we don't have to worry about it. But uh, at least you'll have that safety net. And that safety net is extremely important to have. Um, so, you know, start stocking up on stuff and, um, you know, just do me a favor. Don't just go buy a whole bunch of beans and rice if you've never cooked beans and rice before. Um, you know, oh, and another good podcast to check out is uh, Jack Spirico, um, the Survival Podcast. Great information on gardening and everything else in between. Um, but, uh, and he's been doing it for a lot longer than I have. He's got some great information on there. Check out some of the past episodes. But uh, thank you for listening. Have yourself a great weekend if I get this out by Friday night. Uh, it's Friday afternoon. So maybe I'll get this. Jeez, I'm hitting everything today. Get this edited and get it out there. But thanks for listening and watching. I appreciate it. And I will see you on the next transmission episode podcast. Peace.